Welcome to F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business. It's a podcast where I'm here to call shit out, question things, and share my experiences. I also want to highlight different ways you can run your business without spending a fortune, having to make things perfect, or doing what everyone else is doing. I'm just here to start conversations, not to give you all the answers. So if you're cool with that, let's hang. All right, so today I want to talk about how I use the visuals in emails. Photos are the driving force behind all my emails. I keep a folder on my desktop called Photos for Email Stories, and I can dip into there whenever I need inspiration. I also have a folder on my desktop called GIFs that I go to when I need a little GIF, I need a little movement in there. But I seriously love, love, love writing storytelling emails. I love telling stories. If you hang out with me, it's like what I do. I feel like that's just. My favorite thing ever is to just sit around with friends and chat, tell stories. It's what I love. It makes sense that that is what I love doing with my email list. Um, I'm a big fan of doing what is fun for you in your business, so I'm all about it. So if you feel like, oh, I kind of hate emails. Maybe this is a way that I can make it fun. You should listen to this episode. Cool? Okay. The thing I'm getting better at is connecting it with an offer. When I first started, I was just telling stories and I was a little bit too scared to sell. And I was also like not that good at telling a story and then somehow making it connect to my business. Now that I've been doing it a little more, it gets easier and easier. So let me give you an example of an email that I sent. The subject line was, I suck at self-care. My face can prove it. That was a good email. People opened it. Um, What I had done, the story, the story inside was that I had left a face mask on and forgotten about it and worked on my website all day, like worked on my website all day. And my face was really mad and red and angry about it. So I snapped a selfie and included that in the story. So get it, get it, got it good. The subject line was that I suck at self-care and my face can prove it. But the cool thing is I talked about ADHD and how hyperfocus took over and I worked on my website all day. Then I put the link in for my website for them to check out. Okay, so that was like a real obvious connection, right? And then it's like, ooh, here's new services that I'm offering. That's not so scary. And it was all true. And it was a good reminder for them to take care of themselves because running a business is hard. And it made me a real human who makes mistakes and all those things. I mean, obviously I am human, but you know what I mean. So I also got them to check out my new website. Ding, ding, ding. Love it. And then a fun thing that I did, which I also like doing, weaving them kind of together, is that I also made a promise to my email subscribers that in the next email, by the next email, I would get a manicure. And I would send a photo of it to prove it to them that they were holding me accountable. And hopefully that kind of planted the seed to watch for the next email. And to be honest, it did hold me accountable to getting a manicure. Like none of this is like a trick. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to tell them about my face so that I can send them to my website. It just, when you do it more and more, it starts to make sense and it just kind of happens. So I planted the seed for them to like watch for my next email and see if I did it or not. So the next email subject line was, there's good news and bad news. (laughs) 
And the story was that I got the manicure and I inserted a photo of the amazing pink nails that I had. And then I also attached a picture that they were already crazy chipped. Like within a couple days of doing dishes and just living my life, who's like living my life with my hands that are not used to having manicure, my fingernails were like chipped like crazy. So I did a picture of the after aftermath. Here's what I said in the email. I'm going to quote it directly because I want you to hear how I talk to my email list. If you're not already on it, if you are, then you might even remember this email. So in the email, I said, WTF? Question mark. I didn't type question mark. I just said that. I don't, I've never really like read my emails out loud for a podcast. So, okay. WTF? Am I doing something wrong? Seriously, feel free to reply with nail care tips. Whatever. I'm just on a journey to discover my perfect version of self-care. I will say that the cooler weather, bare feet, and a sundress all seem like a step in the right direction. That's what I had on in the picture. Even something as simple as self-care requires some trial and error. So, of course, we got to experiment in our businesses. If you're feeling like you'd like to shake things up over on your Instagram account, I have a few spots left for monthly clients available. I'd love to chat with you about your goals and how we can work together. If not, you should at least go check out my new sales page I work so freaking hard on. All right, end quote. Do you see how it was like super easy for me to just be like, I'm on a journey. I, I tried self-care and I sucked at it, but I'm going to figure it out. Same with our businesses. If you need help figuring shit out in your business, I have some spots for clients. It flows. It goes easy. And I re-mentioned the website that I was working on when I forgot about the face mask. So that just kind of like reminded them about last week's email. And I think, in my opinion, makes it feel more like we're having a conversation. It's tricky because it's not always a conversation, right? It's like you sitting at your computer writing a thing. That's what a lot of times when you're a solopreneur and you're in business, everything feels like you're just by yourself doing this thing and hoping people read it. But when you start to make it feel like a conversation, I got a lot of people replied replying to that email with tips for nails and different nail polishes and stickers and all these different things that I could do because they were there to help me because they're reading my emails, they're seeing my struggles, you know, and it feels like a conversation. So the photos and stories absolutely work together to make those two emails feel more like a conversation with a friend. And that is what you can do, I feel like, especially when you use the visuals because not only does it break up how the email looks, I think makes it easier to read, it gives the context without adding a bunch of words because I always joke about how I don't like really long emails. And I think some of my emails can get kind of long and wordy, but I just can't even imagine how long they would be if I didn't use pictures to like tell most of the story, right? The cliche, the picture's worth a thousand words. So um, my emails would be super long if I didn't put the pictures in. Okay, so let me go through a list of different visuals you could add to your emails to kind of break them up and save you some typing if you want. So the first one is photographs, and uh, we just talked about that. But I do recommend that you keep a folder somewhere on your desktop or whatever um, with a bunch of pictures for inspiration. So anytime I see a photo that I'm like, oh, that could kind of be a funny email, I don't know all the details yet. I don't know how I'm going to relate it to anything, but it just goes in the folder so that later I can look to the folder for inspiration. I've tried to like type notes on my phone with like story ideas for emails, 
but I just haven't stuck with it. So if if you think that might work for you, you can try it. But for me, adding the photos just is a really easy way to just make a little collection to look back through later. You know, have you ever done that? Like look through an old shoebox of photos and all these stories come rushing back to you? Same idea. Okay, the next thing is, you know, I love a GIF. So I will also look through Giphy.com. And these are really good if you want to convey emotion. So the new HBO special with Brene Brown is called Atlas of the Heart. And she uses movie clips to help guide the conversation around like the human experience and emotions. So her point in that in doing that, she said that like when it's clips from things we know, we can also like bring the whole backstory to it. So it can be really powerful to make that connection to human emotion. So when you use a GIF from pop culture that references a show or a characters or whatever, there's a sense of connection and they know the whole story. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? So the other thing it can create connection around is like if you use one from like, let's say Shit's Creek, people like that. I like that. Then when people see that in your email, they're like, oh my gosh, she loves Shit's Creek. I love Shit's Creek. Yes, we are friends. It just makes that connection. Like when you start dating someone and you're like, oh my God, I love that too. So that's a fun connector. Gifts, super valuable. Sometimes I like to do a photo in the front at the top, one of my photos, and then towards the end when I'm like relating it back to business or talking about how it makes us feel or whatever, that's a great place for a gift too to like drive home whatever emotion you're trying to, t- to say. Does that, make, does that make, I keep asking if that makes sense and you're just listening to this and you can't even tell me. So I'm going to just assume I make sense, which I should probably do more often in my life. Okay. Next thing that I put down to to sort of infuse some visuals into your emails is emojis. So I know maybe you don't love emojis. I don't know. I do. I love emojis. They can also add so much without adding too many words. So instead of having to say something like, I was so embarrassed, I just use the lady with like her hand over her face. Or when I'm making fun of myself, I just add the laughing emoji so my readers know that I'm also laughing at myself too. So for me, it works because I'm really animated when I talk and I definitely have been told that I have some crazy facial expressions. So for me, the emojis kind of capture that in my emails. And if that doesn't like resonate with you, then I maybe skip them. If people are going to be like, why is she using emojis? This is weird. That might be a thing to skip. But I use them all the time in texting. And since I'm treating my email list like my friends, it makes sense. So, okay, what about graphics? So to me, like a graphic is something that explains something more. It's a little more teachery. I guess it could also be a meme. Like basically if there's like words and images. So I don't use these as much. I feel like graphics are a little more informative. Like, you know, a Venn, Venn diagram or something. I think those could really help in emails if you're more on the teaching side of things. Like if you like writing your emails more like essay style or a little more educational and you might want to illustrate something or maybe your story connects to something that you want to illustrate like in a more academic approach. I think that could be cool. One time I did do a flow chart of like how diet culture and online business culture those worlds are similar, and I feel like it really illustrated what I was trying to say in that email. Um, the whole, like, feel feel shame, feel like you're not good enough, go on a diet or buy a course, it doesn't work, blame yourself, feel shame, do it again, that whole cycle. 
So I do feel like no matter which kind of visual you choose, they are just really good at breaking up the email, making it easier to read, and telling more, giving more information without more words because everybody's busy. You know, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Reading long emails. I don't. You might be listening going, Deanna, you're wild. Your emails are really long, but I don't know. Let me know. Anyways, um, I do think visuals can create more connection with less words. That is my, that should be a graphic. <laughs> that should be a graphic for this episode. Boom. Anyways, if you'd like some help taking a more visual approach to your emails, I do think that booking a VIP day with me, a design day, or maybe even like a half day, depending on what you need to do. But we could talk about your lead magnet, your landing page, confirmation page, get your welcome sequence all lined up, like figure out a formula for you. If you're listening and you're like, well, I don't know if I want to like do exactly that, you know, like I don't know if I want to tell stories all the time. The visual, the graphics sound good or something. Like let's brainstorm together. Let's figure this out and get you writing to your list consistently because that is also what it's all about. I email my list every Thursday and I love it. And I think the more you do it regularly and they kind of know what to expect and when to get it, that's where that connection also really happens. Because you've had that friend before who like, you don't know when they're going to show up. They always flake. You don't know. You think you're going to hang out and then they don't show up. And then eventually you're like, meh, I'm not that into them. So don't do that to your list. It really is humans who are saying, I would like to connect with you and you need to like, I was going to be dramatic and be like, you need to take that seriously. <laughs> but I do think you need to take that seriously. So anyways, message me on Instagram or go to my website, dnscmore.com and book a call. I would love to help you with making your emails as awesome as you are. Okay. Talk to you next time. Don't forget, if you're listening and you have something to say about something I said, I'm pretty much begging you to send me a voice memo on Instagram and tell me what you're thinking. Agree? Disagree? Want to share a personal story of yours? The whole point of this podcast is to start a conversation, and I can't do that without you. So hit me up on Instagram at the Deanna Seymour. See you there. And thanks for listening. Love you, bye.